0: joe Pags show to talk to joe call 888-941-PAGS and now it's joe Pags. glad to have you thanks a lot for stopping by lots going on lots to get to appreciate you taking the time it is the joe Pags show we'll have simona majonte papadopoulos at the bottom of the hour she's in italy Even as we speak, along with her husband, George Papadopoulos, that a lot of you know. He's on uh, television all the time. He was the guy that they tried to frame to set up Trump back in, like, 2016. Um, We talk about Ukraine and Russia from a European perspective also. Do they have freedom and liberty there when it comes to vaccinations and when it comes to masks and all that kind of stuff? We break all that down and then some. But uh, before we get there, it carries very, very good at um at finding the the weird news stories, we'll have a weird news story for you. Do do I read you the 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 email that I got from somebody?
1: Uh, uh I don't know. It depends on what it
0: is. I, the guy is wants me now? to give you a raise. You want to hear about oh, that? Oh,
1: absolutely. Not? Yes, please, please read that one.
0: He said, "Please, Joe, give Chocolate Voice a raise so she can buy more wine. She does better when she's when she's drunk." So is that anything? So you're proud of that one?
1: No. Well, I wasn't going to play I wasn't going to even tell you about it. that's a stupid one. You said, please read it. No. You
0: said, please read it. You said that. I
1: know, because I thought it was just, hey, give Carrie a raise because she's doing such a great job. Oh, so if it's Um, that one, you're good with it. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Not at all.
0: So should I have not said it then, I think?
1: Mm. Because
0: I was going to do it. You don't want to raise?
1: Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I'll need receipts that you bought wine with it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm not going to buy wine with it. Oh. No. <laughs> Why not? Come on. The Joe Pack's nice. show coming your way Just on a singing. Tuesday.
0: It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is.
1: I already what know what are you making noise for already? Play. I already know. You don't know anything. What I do you know? I do too. I do you don't too. know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Come on. Taco. I've got my tacos. You know, I can't I stop really it now. Know. So I'm ready to go. Everybody,
0: a little chair dance. Here, you chair no dancing? Look at no. at Polo, no. getting down. As always. I jump out. Sam, making it happen. Uh huh. Just Sam wondered if I came up with a new language when I was talking to Tim earlier.
1: Like, <laughs> now me and Polo. <laughs>
0: there it, like it the is. Let's go, Carrie.
1: Uh
0: huh. Damn straight. You don't know oh, anything. You act wow. like you know something. Just, what do you know? <laughs>
1: I really thought you were going to Next time that I
0: watch it, the next eight weeks is going to be the I other
1: totally one.
0: I did. Oh, wow. Come it's on, Taco man. Let's go. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday. Taco on the Show. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Bad Show. Taco. Taco. I'm eating tacos no, with Paco. That <laughs> yes. Taco Tuesday. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday. That's right. Taco. Paulo, if you would, please. Taco. Nailed it every single time. Cannot say it like that. I've tried to say it like that. I just cannot do it, Carrie. I know. But you can. You do actually do it pretty well. Go ahead. Taco. <laughs>
1: taco. I think I lost it. I've done it I you did, too. I know.
0: <laughs> I've got to, I, let me see if I have <laughs> no, one of you doing right. it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I might not.
1: I'm I had I you saying it.
0: taco. Uh, I don't have it. Oh, I don't. I don't think I have it. Let me just, here. Hold on. Hold mm-hmm. on. Here, talk about something. I'll search for it real quick. <laughs> no, no,
1: nobody wants something. to hear me say taco.
0: Carrie, there's so many of these pop up too. Yeah. <sighs> talk, I, I actually to have a, a whole Carrie taco. <laughs> I have a whole Carrie folder. That's I've got literally. I've got one, scary. two, three, four of you saying taco. Wow,
1: dude, that that's way too many. That's four too many. Oh, we that is. Get, I agree with you. Get. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We're good. Oh, okay.
0: Taco. No, try again because that was that sucked.
1: I that no.
0: <laughs> Taco. That's how give us a little more. That's how you and I get along. Give me some more that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's like from eight that's years so ago. Awesome. We're still doing the yeah. same the, the, the same shtick back then. All right. I will I'm gonna get her a raise so she can get a little more wine. I think that would be good. Eight eighty eight nine four one PAGS, eight eighty eight nine four one seven two four seven joepags.com. All right. Um uh, we have to know the story out of California because California, everything they've solved every other problem. It probably should start apparently. some more issues at schools. Now, didn't they learn, Carrie, didn't they learn anything by San Francisco kicking out three of their school board members? No, apparently not. What no. do you have for me?
1: From the Blaze in Oakland, California high schools reportedly utilizing what's referred to as the transition closet. A makeshift wardrobe for students to change when they arrive at school if they aren't comfortable telling their parents about their apparent gender dysphoria. According to a report from the Post Millennial, the program first launched at a Fayetteville, Arkansas church and was designed to let trans-identified youth circumvent their parents and socially transition without their knowledge. In a Facebook statement, the Transition Closet wrote, We are extremely excited to begin our journey in working with Fremont High School of Oakland, California alongside our favorite teacher of TikTok, at Just a Queer Teacher. The post added the near future holds transition closets and services throughout the school district for students of the trans, non-binary, intersex, and additional LGBTQIA plus community members. We are currently in need of clothing donations to help kickstart the first school-based transition closet. If you're in or near the Oakland, California area and you're able to donate, and there are some numbers there. Uh, the outlet reported Thomas Martin Edwards, Spanish teacher for the Oakland Unified School District and founder of the Queer Teacher Fellowship was seen on a video stating the goal of the program is quote for our students to wear the clothes their parents approve of, come to school and then swap out into the clothes that fit who they truly are
0: okay, Oakland, if you don 't know, is right, is very close to um to San Francisco where they just kicked out three school board members um Not only is there some trans closet, they're literally telling kids in Oakland, California, and again, correct me if I get it wrong, mm-hmm. you, sh- you should go to school wearing the clothing your parents expect you to wear. When you get to school, we'll give you the ability to transition into who you really are and not tell mom and dad. Do I have it right?
1: You have it Correct.
0: And when three of them get voted off the school board, and they should all be voted off the school board for ever allowing anything like this, um, they'll probably call racism again, I would guess. So I don't care what the topic is. And, and how old are these? Is this high school? It is high what, school. Middle? What is this?
1: High school.
0: So when I went to school, I graduated at 17. But When I went to school, I think people were in high school, you're either between 13 and 14, up to like 18. Some of the dumb kids, 19. I, 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 listen, I'm just putting it out there. So, um, you've got somebody who's as young as 13, as old as 19. And again, I've often said this, if you're 18 or older, you can probably make your own decisions. Usually, somebody graduates when they're they're 18. Um, But you've got somebody as young as 13 who is going to go to school and defy what their parents believe is going on with them, do anything they want, anything they want, at school, without the parents knowing, change back, go home, act like nothing happened. Am, am I following this correctly? Yes, you are. How you feel about that? Okay. Uh,
1: me as Good with parent, that as a mom? No, uh, no. I don't want the school again keeping me from anything. No.
0: You're not allowed to I know. I don't
1: want my child, you know, to keep secrets from me, and I don't want the school to keep secrets from me when that is my child.
0: Do people making these dumb decisions not realize how stupid it sounds to say LGBTQXI plus mm. plus two times four is eight? I mean, it, it, do they not realize how stupid that is and how how it weakens and waters down their entire argument? And I know that there are people hearing me say that who are you know yelling at the radio or thinking that I'm a oh, homophobe or something stupid. Um, but but it it doesn't make any sense. Why don't you just say? What it is. If somebody's gay, say gay. If somebody is trans or somebody is dressing as the opposite gender, call it what it is. Why do we have to have all of these letters in the abbreviation? What exactly are we solving by doing that? Just, just as a human being, Carrie, what are we solving by having 10 letters and um, some symbols in this abbreviation?
1: Well, I don't think anything. It's not solving anything.
0: I think I've told this story before. It's time for a story. Because this is about inclusion, right? This is about everybody included. Don't leave me out. I'm not LGBTQ or X or plus plus. I am this pie symbol and the and the accent aigu. You know what I mean? It's, you've got to add all this other crap just to include me. So here's a little story. And I learned a lesson. I think I was 16. I'm going to Atlantic High School, Delray, uh, Delray Beach, Florida. I'm a, a French horn player and a saxophone player, right? Mm-hmm. French horn in symphonic band, saxophone in jazz band, and, and other stuff. And I'm sitting there, and the band director, Andy Kidd, who now follows me on, on Facebook, we re- reconnected after we had a fight when I was 16. Um, not, not a physical fight, but an argument to where I even switched schools. That's how stupid I was. Wow. So, like on purpose, I switched schools. I was like, I'm not coming back to your band. Uh, I'm I'm not even kidding. That's how dumb it was. But he he drew on the blackboard in the band room the pyramid of sound. And the pyramid of sound, for those who aren't musicians, um, on the bottom you would have like sousaphones and tubas and basses. And then you'd have baritones and trombones. you start working your way up. And on the very top of of the triangle of sound, you would have piccolos, which was the highest instrument we had that made the highest notes. That makes sense, right? Sure, yeah. So he's writing right the trumpets and, and uh, trombones and uh, uh, yeah, just writing everything down, clarinets and oboes and, and, and uh, everything. But he didn't write French horn. Hmm. So you know me. What do you think I did when the song started?
1: <laughs> started playing your French horn really loud to let him no. know that he forgot? When
0: they started yeah. playing the song and he just wrote The Pyramid of Sound and didn't include me, what mm-hmm. did I do?
1: I, I don't know. You stood up and said, hey, what about
0: me? <laughs> I don't was know. About, I don't you must know think of a total ass wagon. Like I, stood up, like I stood up and said, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sam, you know what? dad pretty well. What do you think I did?
1: You probably played the first trumpet part or something ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Although that might have been a good idea, I sat there and didn't play. Mm-hmm. I just sat there. Looking around the room. Doo-doo-doo. You would do that. You would totally you do know, that. You know, because I'm not included. Yep. Think about it. The, the whole message here one. is yeah. about inclusion, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So he didn't include me in the stupid pyramid of sound. And I said, well, screw you. And actually, I was egged on by somebody who was like a trombone player. And it was, it was a girl. She said, you're not on there. You shouldn't play. Mm. I said, you damn right I'm not going to play show you what's up in
1: the making (laughs) oh my gosh i'm sitting there
0: and and looking back at 55 to you know 39 years ago as as this happened and i'm thinking to myself what a stupid move that was (laughs) because he could have put pyramid of sound figure out where you are not written any instruments and none of us should have played my point is this we individualize everything in life And to a point that makes sense, you've got your individual self, you've got your family, you've got those who are close to you. I get that. But when you individualize it so much that everybody has has to announce your arrival, here's the French horn player, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. It's just dumb. And you've got, I mean, already LGBTQ is stupid. That's just way too many. Just say the gay community. Just say the other communities. You, you, You don't have to have all these letters. But how many letters will they? How many? How many letters will they end up putting on that? All 26 and then add some symbols? I mean, what is it going to take? Because some, you know some idiot said, well, I'm not included in that. Hello? And And then they, they capitulate every time. My band director did the right thing. That's probably why we're still friends today. My band director did the right thing. He said, get the hell out of the band room. I was <laughs> like, I don't blame him. He was right. I don't need to show you how important you are as an individual at all times. You get some self-esteem. You find yourself to be pretty important. I was an important part of the band. I played very well. I mean, he, and he enjoyed how I played, and I got better because of his his tutelage. But but it was dumb that I held out until he held me up on high and showed the world that we had a French horn player. Just kind of stupid. You think about it in those terms. It's kind of stupid, isn't it? Yes. Are you calling me stupid?
1: No. Uh, your yes. action was
0: Stupid. I was definitely stupid at that day. That was just dumb. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense. And I was already included because I was in the band. If you're in this community, that is the gay community, just give it one name, whatever the hell it is. If you're in that community, realize you're in that community, have your friends, have the people around you to add that many letters just to make everybody never feel left out is just so stupid. And somebody just said this in my chat room. Everybody wants to feel special. Well, I'm here to tell Mm -hmm. you, you are special. I don't have to tell you that every day, but you are. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I gotcha. 888
0: 941 PAGS, 888 941 7247, joepags.com. The question on on the line right now, I'm only taking calls on this. How stupid was I at 16 years old? (laughs) That is not the question. (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm going to take calls on it. No. We're not doing that. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. Stay right here. I'm glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show in about uh, six or seven minutes, maybe a little bit longer than that. It'll be Simona Maggiante Papadopoulos. We talk about what's happening in Europe in regard to Ukraine and Russia. We talk about whether there's any freedom and liberty in Europe and and what the the masking is and the vaccine statuses and all that stuff. Very interesting conversation. Make sure you stick around for that. We're talking to her. She's right in Italy as we're talking to her, which is is pretty awesome. I'm doing all right right now, but there was a time in my life when money was pretty, pretty hard. I mean, it just wasn't easy to get things done. Sometimes making ends meet is very, very difficult. And if you've got all these loans and and debtors calling you all the time, you can't just raise your debt ceiling like they can in Congress, right? What you have to do is you have to try to get out from under that or else you're going to be in big trouble with your credit rating and so on. If you're buried in bills, trying to keep up with all the credit card, signature loans, and internet loans, timeshares, whatever you have going on and it's really got you on that treadmill, get off. Go to Total Financial Freedom right now. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for more than 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts, cutting their payments by as much as half. If you want to find out more, and you should, if you're in this situation, get a hold of them. 800-833-9444. 833 9444 Call now. Ask about the free book, Debt Dietitian. Mention my name, Joe Pags, and get that free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded individuals. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call them right now, 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Make it happen and make it happen right now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. The thing is, I would be down there. Carrie, you would be down there if your kids came home and said, "Hey, it's so cool! I can go to school and pretend I'm a dog all day." But I'm not supposed to tell you, Mom, when uh, I get home.
1: Yes, that is correct. I'd be down there. And now in people heartbeat. are going,
0: "What? You're comparing trans people to dogs?" I'm comparing what the what the parent thinks is going on in his or her kid's life, and what the school is allowing them to hide. Mm-hmm. And I don't want I don't want deception. And by the way, wasn't there a story last week where people are living like cats and dogs?
1: Uh, well, yes, yes. That I mean, isn't there somebody thing? who
0: works for the government now who yes. like had a but, bunch of dogs around him as he dressed up like yeah. a, like a dominatrix pup, or something?
1: Pup play. Yeah.
0: Pup play. Yes. little pup play. Ooh, Saturday night. Time for some pup play. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> don't want to know. There's something very wrong there. I mean, yeah. what the hell I mean, are we talking uh, but about? And
1: I you know, we're talking about adults. These are kids. Right. These are our children. <laughs> so don't try to keep anything right. from me. Nope.
0: And something added to that as well. Let's say you're for the whole trans thing. And I'm not saying that anybody listening or watching is, but let's say you are. This is teaching your kids how to defy the authority in their lives. The authority, the people who are in trouble if they don't do it right, those bringing up these children, those who by and large created these children, um, they're in big trouble if they don't nourish them the right way, don't give them proper clothing or housing or whatever. Uh, CPS can show up. But the kid can go to school and be told by teachers that we pay, that it's okay to defy your parents and hide something from them. What happens when they go into the workforce, become productive Americans? The boss says, hey, get this done, and they just hide it, and they don't get it done. And if the boss tries to get mad at them, they go, are you who? you're not the boss of me when, in fact, they are. This is a really, really bad message, but it's the next step an authoritarian takeover of our kids. You know, from cradle to grave, you hear it all the time. The government, the central government, wants to wants to have control from cradle to grave. What you eat, where you work, what you wear, how you act, who the authority figure is for you. The government wants you to believe that they're more important than parents are. They're not. They're not. It's it's a it's a joint effort. You should work together as a team. But when when it comes to to brass tacks, I'm the in charge of my kid. I'm the person responsible for my kid. I'm the one who has the duty to take care of my kid. And we're acting like that's not true. It's so strange to me. Anybody and everybody in Oakland, California, who is for this system, and I don't care if you've got somebody who's in the gay community who's a a family member, you should also be against this because this is only the start of it. They want to take over everything. And then you will have nothing to say. Then we end up being Canada and what we've seen there recently. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Simona Papadopoulos, when we come back from Italy, we're going to talk about Ukraine, Europe. We're going to talk about vaccines and the masking status and much more keep it here this is the joe pag show Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Going to go all the way over to Europe again, this time uh, back to Italy. It's going to be Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. So, Simona, good to see you again. Really glad to have you back.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everybody.
0: So so you're you're in Italy, but then I know that you guys went to Greece in between. Uh, yes. And then you're back in Italy. And, and, yes. and what is it? It's Fashion Week? Is that what's going yes, on?
2: Yes, so I'm in Milan on Fashion Week. As you know, I'm a fashion designer as yeah. well. So I'm here for the Fashion Week. And uh, uh, the catwalk started today and they will go on until the end of the week, Saturday. So it's really electric to this week in Milan.
0: I've been to Italy, but I haven't been to Greece. It's very close though, isn't it?
2: It's very close, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful trip to do once you get to Europe and to visit the uh, Greek islands, mostly in the summer, but it's very interesting also for winter time.
0: Yeah, what's, what's interesting is, I, I don't even know geographically where it is. It's across the Mediterranean, isn't it? Is it on the other side?
2: It's on the Aegean, yes.
0: Okay, across so. the
2: Mediterranean, so there is this part of Italy, Puglia, which I believe is the region you come from. And you're right across Puglia from the Ionian oh. Sea on the other side.
0: Yeah, I think that where my, my grandfather's from body, so I think that's called the Adriatic Sea, right?
2: Uh, yes, yes. Okay,
0: so so very interesting. I would like to see Greece at some point. I have to go back to Italy. It's been a very long time, Simona, so I have to Wait, go back there. We're waiting
2: for you here. I'm trying to tempt you. <laughs> <You're okay. laughs> Making discover something like a bit of food. Now you have a great
0: country. Oh, so. I, I, I tell you what, I, I gained 30 pounds when I was there when I was only 15 years old, so I have to be very careful when I go back <laughs> very to the homeland. Careful. All right, very so careful. obviously huge news uh, that Russia has made some incursions into Ukraine. Um, yesterday or the day before, Vladimir Putin said... Um, part of this, this country, Ukraine was historically Russia's anyway. So they're ethnically Russian. They want to be Russian. Why can't we have it back? We're going to go and take it back. And then Biden steps out today, looks like a feeble old man. And he's like, we're going to lock up a couple of bank accounts. It was very strange what the reaction was. First and foremost, you're in Europe. What was the reaction in Europe to Russia doing this? Did you guys already know what was going to happen?
2: Well, it was actually a huge breaking news and uh, uh, a huge uh, different uh, in perspective of a political strategy in here. Uh, some uh, Europeans, some um, uh, reporting, some comments on the news saw this uh, declaration of independence from Putin uh, of this region in uh, Ukraine as a declaration of war, actually. Uh, and this is the other perspective we are facing here. But uh, as I said in my previous interview, there is no real interest for Russia to actually attack uh, Ukraine. It's more a, a manipulation, a propaganda that started uh, uh, two months ago to legitimize sanctions against Russia and uh, Americans with our very weak Joe Biden. We know having uh, uh, interest in Ukraine uh, uh, that is uh, um, cultivating uh, for the wrong reason for years now and is, uh, is now stepping in with this uh, uh, really manipulative uh, propaganda uh, to make us believe that uh, America is some some sort of. Uh, 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 role in this this situation. But let's step back at the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Uh, What's going on here in Europe? Germany today as a result of the uh, troops, uh, Russian troops in Ukraine declared a halt of the pipeline. What does it mean? Uh, It means what we were talking about in first place, that uh, uh, at the complexion of this pipeline, Ukraine will lose the transit fee of uh, overall two billion dollar a year. Holding this pipeline is a clear message that even energy is involved. And Putin, uh, now the question is, is going to get to Kiev or the so-called war is going to stay in this region where Ukrainians are here exploiting this identity? feelings of people that feeling belong to Ukraine rather than Russia or vice versa. So uh, the real problem here are the Ukrainian nationalists. And uh, I would like to remind that on occasion of my interview to President Yushchenko, he had, uh, that I uh, did in this uh, documentary, Ukraine 30 Years, yeah. I had a chance to really dig into this aspect of uh, um, the situation of uh, the identity uh, revolt. I mean, the identity uh, fight for uh, whoever feels belonging to Russia and Crimea. We know that uh, the annexion of Crimea was not. A result of invasion of russia but it was a result of a, a democratic referendum people voted to be annexed to russia not the other way around so uh, these are things that probably people don't see as clear as we do from europe where probably the information is filtered differently than america where joe Biden is trying to play another role
0: right it's it's Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. She's coming to us live from uh, from Italy, which is awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you gave us that perspective because in this country, as you know, we've been told for weeks now, he's going to go in, he's going to go in, he's going to go in. But Biden's uh, approval ratings really, really stink. Um, and, and Biden is doing very badly. Harris is doing very badly. This entire administration is failing badly. I kind of think they want a war because if they have a war, we suddenly have to give support to the administration. And and, and that's I, I don't want to play that game. I mean, Ukraine is very far away from us. Yes, there are some interests there, but not anywhere near as many interests as we should have in our own southern border. He's worried about the border of Ukraine and not worried about the border of America. So what, what, what is the, the view? Do you feel of the European leaders, including Putin, of Joe Biden? Do they see him as weak as we see him?
2: Absolutely. Actually, I was having dinner today with some exponent of the Italian political party and we shared exactly the same opinion about a a weak Biden. We projected a a really weak image of America. Uh, The approval rate has been never so low before. And even uh, in the besides what's going on. Within the United States, the perception of the United States that used to be as the biggest power in the world now is being weakened by these men who did one mistake after another. Yeah. Uh, when I talk about uh, President Trump, his presidency was uh, no was peace, uh, economic growth results that have been demonized for you know political propaganda. Joe Biden did one mistake after another. His vice president is completely incompetent. We were. Uh, people, even in the news in Europe, joke about how many mistakes. How can you be so accurate to make mistakes every time you take an action? You know, it's like uh, how many chances you are. You have to be wrong every and each time. Right. But uh, for what uh, happens in Ukraine, it's obvious even here among European leaders that Joe Biden has uh, on, uh, it, its its own interest that it, is uh, is is besides American interest. We know that right. Joe Biden was playing a role in Ukraine, dictating uh what ukrainian parliament had to do back on time when obama was vice president everybody knows about hunter biden business everybody knows here that it's not russian propaganda what he was doing with that so let's be realistic uh i predicted already months before that russia had no interest whatsoever in attacking ukraine at this stage but Biden was triggering a a number of um, diplomatic imbalances that would trigger a situation that can be potentially very dangerous for the world. So this man is an overall disaster.
0: I I couldn't agree more. It's Simona uh, Mangiante Papadopoulos. Go follow her. It's Simona underscore Mangiante, right, over on uh, Instagram?
2: Uh, Instagram, yes. Simona underscore Mangiante underscore. And then on Twitter, real Simona M.
0: There you go. And we follow each other, so if you follow me, then then I'll I'll point you to where she is today. Um, What's interesting to me is that you're right – it's like he was trying to start another Cold War again to bolster his approval ratings. Let, let's go back to the Trump era. You go back and forth to Europe a lot. You're from Italy. Um, yes. it, when when Trump was in office, did Europe feel safer? Because I know that Russia was was afraid to really do anything. He bombed Syria to show us how serious we were. He killed Soleimani and told Iran, this is how serious we are. He went to North Korea and looked right in, in, in Rocket Man's face and he said, <laughs> uh, we're not going to take your garbage. I mean, he, he showed str- peace through strength did Europe feel safer with Trump at the helm than they do with Biden?
2: Absolutely. Not only uh, he he felt safer, but uh, uh, he affirmed uh, uh, American power through strength, guaranteeing peace in the world. Everybody knows that uh, uh, United States uh, politics lead the political wave all around the world, mostly in Europe. And uh, whatever the Democrats were trying to avoid, which was the Trump election fabricating the Russia delusion yeah. uh, that made of me a Russian spy, though I'm full Italian, I have nothing to do with Russia. Right, right. Uh, it's, it's, it's just insanity. It's pure insanity propaganda. But people are smarter than that. Leaders, political leaders are smarter than that. And everybody thinks about Trump as a great president who so just achieved the result. And uh, when you talk about shaking the hands of Rockman right there in Korea, who yeah. else did that? I mean, honestly, uh, we are just... Uh, really hoping, even here in Italy, that Trump would be reelected soon in 2024, uh, and I hope that whoever tried to support, it is a huge democratic machine that supported so blindly uh, Joe Biden, uh, is now is obliged to confront himself with the reality of the disaster he created uh, in the United States and in the world as a result. What is going on today in Ukraine, and that's why I encourage people to watch this documentary, is the result of his. Uh, um, completely responsible politics and manipulation.
0: It is uh, Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. Simona underscore Mangiante underscore Underscore. uh, over at uh, at Instagram. Go and follow her there. Follow her on Twitter as well. Um, You and George go back and forth. You certainly live here as well as going back and forth to Europe. Um, So, What are the differences? Do do you have freedom in Italy? Again, I was in Italy when I was 15, so it was like 1982. Um, I I haven't been there since. I felt pretty free, but then again my grandfather spoke Italian and everything. Everybody spoke Italian, so we sort of fit right in. How is the life for the basic Italian person? Do they have to wear masks everywhere? Do you have to get a vaccination everywhere? Is there freedom in Italy?
2: No, absolutely. It's far worse than the United States. It's taking place in a dictatorship, a health dictatorship where... uh, Basically, vaccine the third dose vaccine is mandated by the implementation of this super green pass, uh, which means that uh, two doses of of vaccine are not enough. You must have three doses to have access to not only restaurants, but even public services, which is uh, absolutely insane. I mean, nobody can take a train, for example, many people... They have to take a train simply to go to work. Right. They can't take a train if they don't have a super green pass, which means three doses of vaccine. Now, in my case, uh, I was obliged to take two back on time, but I refuse yeah. completely to take the third one uh, because, you know, that's a, this is my my personal opinion. I think nobody should. Uh, I believe in freedom. Uh, everybody should be free to decide either or not to take a medical procedure on their body. My body, my choice. In this case, I yeah. believe, but not in abortion. Right. So, right. <laughs> when it's well, a it's a big.
0: It's a big difference in abortion. You're killing somebody. In, exactly. In this, they're trying to tell us there's no there's no informed consent. I guess the the, the question I have is this: uh, Can the people of Italy? grab signs and go and protest the government and say hey you know the science doesn't support what you're making us do give us our freedom give us uh, I- italy should know better than anybody because they switched sides in world war ii because they realized that they were losing um exactly. uh, I- italy should know that what the nazis did was not give anybody informed consent and they forced experimental drugs on people do they not remember it wasn't that long ago
2: that that's a very good point actually uh they are- Only uh, There are people protesting today, and uh, I'm taking part of this protest uh, while I'm here. As you know, I'm a practicing attorney in Italy. I just took uh, on uh, representing uh, a number of people in a collective uh, uh, lawsuit to the European Court of Human Rights against uh, this procedure that really seemed to remind fascist times so much. You know, there is something that's really uh, disturbing is to see police, stopping people in the street to check for the Green Pass. That's That's something that's really, really disturbing. I mean, it really reminds you. I was talking to George, and he was like, is that what? Is that Mussolini back on power? Or that do italian remember what happened to them but it seems like to be in this uh, sheep mood where most of them seem to embrace a cause and uh, i am scared uh to because the pandemic is over let's be honest yeah i mean uh, the, the the life of a virus uh lasts uh as as a time as a time yes. what is keeping it alive are the media mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more That's... is is the media <laughs> is the media just as bad there simona as it is here Yes, yes. Is the media run by the government there?
2: Yes, right, uh, the, yes. Wow. Yeah, we only have, uh, the, the ma- mainstream media is uh, overpowering uh, uh, the private uh, channels. Uh, many people are being censors, uh, censored, like people like you here in Italy that have a voice and the following right. lost their YouTube channel or lost their, uh, you know, their media platform. Uh, we don't have, this only as. Uh, in respect to COVID talk. I mean, right. not uh, as wide as uh, in America, where right. I said that the political debate here is a little less, uh, violent when it comes to confrontation, right. but censorship is happening when it comes to COVID. And, uh, it seems that many, many people embrace the cause of, uh, you know, uh, Saving humanity from this uh, right. virus, uh, but uh, they—the the moment the pandemic will stop and uh, the mandate will be lifted—I'm scared about the reaction of all these people that felt, they felt embracing a cause until now. Uh, how they will react? How these people that have been worshiping uh, uh, vaccination cards and uh, uh, they did it to have access to work? I mean, let's be honest—you can live without going to the restaurant, but you can't. Right. Prevent you have to go to, to work. Take a train.
0: Exactly. Right. You, you have so to go, you is... have to support your family. No, it doesn't make any sense. And you're right. I, I think I understand what you're saying. The government, once the pandemic is over and the mandates are over and they lose that control, they're going to want that control back and, exactly. and, and they're going to try to hold on to that power for as long as they can. Between you and me, once Omicron showed up. That was yes. it. I mean, as mild as that was and how survivable that was, that showed us that we're at the very end of this. But people like dictatorships, when it comes to health mandates, they don't want to give it up. Like Justin Trudeau in Canada, like Joe Biden here, like like the. the, the who's the leader of Italy? Because I know that you were pulling for a woman to win, but she didn't win. Who is the leader? It's the same guy, the 80 year old guy?
2: We have Draghi now.
0: How old is that guy? Uh,
2: I'm not sure about his age exactly, but he's not that old. Oh, I mean, he, like the, the, president the, 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 the like, guy
0: before was 80 something, right?
2: Yes, I do know. The president is still very old. The prime minister, who is in power, is younger, Draghi, but okay. Makarela is very
0: old. We are talking about over 80. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Simona, listen, it's a, it's a view that we don't get much. We don't really know what's going on in Europe. We act like we know something about Ukraine and Russia when we really don't know much at all, other than what no. Biden says. So thank exactly. you so much for filling us in, and thank you so much for telling me what life is like there, and uh, and for taking a break from Fashion Week. It's Simona <laughs> Maggiante-Papadopoulos. Uh, go and follow her right now. Simona underscore Maggiante under score over on instagram follow her on twitter and you got to come on more often i really love getting Absolutely. your insight thank you
2: thank you so much it's a pleasure to come back and okay. talk to you thank awesome. you very much all right bye
0: talk to you in a bit we're, we're back after this stay right here this is the joe pag show So for stopping by, lots going on, lots to get to. Really enjoyed having Simona back on. We'll have her on every month, every month and a half, every two months, whatever. Because you got great perspectives. They, they live in in L.A. also. So they're in L.A., they're in Greece, they're in, in Rome, they're in Milan. I think she was in Milan today, Naples last time. So having that perspective from that side of the world, I mean, what we don't hear much here is exactly how they're taking it in Europe when we say things like Russia's invading Ukraine. Is that really what's going on? Plus, she was part of a documentary series that looked into Russia and Ukraine, where she actually sat down and talked to the president there. So, good information, and uh, and I really enjoy having her on. 888 pags 888-941-7247. I actually don't have time to do uh, to do any phone calls, but I do urge you to stop by JoePags.com. JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. You can send me an email. Just click on contact, or you can sign up for any of the social media, and check out the top news stories that we cover every day as well. Let's do some pop culture. Dirty pop. What's happening, brother man? So, I don't know if you had heard uh, not too long ago that Britney Spears' younger sister had released a book. like a. I think you reported it here. I think you said so. Yeah, so apparently now Britney Spears has signed a deal to do, I guess, like a, a tell all herself. Come on, man. Yeah, and th- th- nothing is official, but I guess page six is claiming that it could be like a $15 million book deal. Um, wow. And, I, mean, I mean, I think that people would want to read that, not her sister's book. I, mean, I think that Britney Spears would do would get more play. No. Yeah, and I mean, she's going to talk about everything from what from what this story says. All right, so, I like it. All right, that sounds good, Polo. I appreciate you, Carrie. Appreciate you, That's Sam as well. We appreciate you, Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. This is the Joe Pag Show. A